Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome once again, everybody, to Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben. How's everybody doing? Hey, before we get started, make sure you're subscribed to us on iTunes, rate and review us, give us that five-star review. Helps us out a lot. We've been climbing those charts, so continue to help us to do so. Got another fun episode for you fine folks. Had a lot of fun talking with Anders Holm uh, from Workaholics. He has a new show out called inventing anna starring julia garner um and uh be sure to check that out on netflix we talk about that make sure to check out his podcast with all the other workaholic dudes uh called this is important you can get that wherever you find podcasts but yeah we had a blast uh speaking with him uh me and dave did on robocop that's right, RoboCop, and it wasn't, um, it was a great time talking with him, but it wasn't as, uh, we got deeper into the movie than I thought we would. It's a deeper movie than you would think, and uh, I really appreciate uh, when when that happens. I think it's just going to be a, you know, just, uh, you know, we're just going to quote the movie a little, talk about the funny things that happen, but it gets a little, Anders gets a little deeper uh, than that and talks about why it's, you know, one of his favorite films. And again, always enjoy when that happens, when we get into the analysis of a film. But, uh, but yeah, it was awesome, awesome talking with him and uh, hope you guys enjoy the episode. Here is our conversation with Anders Holm. I saw you were at the uh, Super Bowl. That uh, was that your first time? Uh, second Super Bowl. I went to the Super Bowl in whatever year the Broncos got fucking destroyed. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it was in New York. Yeah. Maybe it was like Seattle. There was against Seattle. I know that. Yeah, yeah. two thousand eleven. I think it was after oh nine, but like around there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, that was that was brutal. <clears throat> yeah. What were you rooting for the Broncos or? Uh, no. What it was. Me and the workaholics dudes, we got a job unlike any other job we've ever had since. Bud Light parked a cruise ship like I'm just off the port of Manhattan, whatever, wherever you park a cruise ship there, and used it as a hotel for the Super Bowl, right? So you could stay on there, drink unlimited Bud Light, and there was various like entertainment. And me and the dudes performing live was one of the entertainments. Uh, obviously, you, that's a horrible idea because you're in New York City. And so if you're visiting from Omaha or fucking Albuquerque or wherever, you want to go see New York City. You don't want to stay on the Bud Light cruise. <laughs> so for real, we performed in a, uh, like an um, auditorium that seats probably 
a thousand or fifteen hundred people. Yeah. We did two shows. The first show had maybe twenty four people. Oh and man. The, the second show had like nine, including my brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you got a Dave, couple of pity laughs at least, but, I'm sure. I don't even know, man. But Dave Keckner, he rolled in. Uh, oh nice. nice. Yeah. And, good old and did a little performance with us out of nowhere. He was like, Let's what's going on in here? And just rolled in and got on stage. We're like, Thank God. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. you had plenty of Bud Light. Yeah, oh my god. And the Bud Light did not stop. Just everywhere you went, <laughs> buckets of those metal bottles, the blue yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> I see it was it was in 2014, so this is kind of almost like peak workaholics. I'm surprised uh uh, we're maybe we were, peak. I'm surprised anyone was interested in hiring you guys. <laughs> we were peaking. We were yeah, peaking. We, we, we were peaking. Yeah, it was two. Yeah, 2014, February 2nd. Look at that. We're Dude, talking eight so years cold. ago. Yeah, I know. It was oh, freezing I bet. Yeah. cold. I had my fucking biggest jacket on, uh, and the game was just a heartbreaker because I think right out the bat it was like a touchback or some football thing. And um, it was a safety. It was safety. A, yeah, Thank it was you. a bad snap, and yeah, it was. And it was downhill from there. And at first, it was yeah. like, "Well, we might have a game. There could be a comeback." And then you just looked at all the Broncos people, and we were like, "You should go. Yeah, <laughs> just just get out of here. Just this does not end <laughs> this well." Just, oh man, but that's, that's no. I mean, that's at least yeah, yeah. the the unlimited Bud Lights. That's you know the <laughs> that's the story you can take away from that. I think. Yeah. What uh, what brought you there this year? You, on your own, or was it uh, another event some, type thing? I, some some homies invited me to crash a box, and I said, "Yeah, we can do uh, that. Yeah, I'll be there." Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it was every. It seemed like everyone in L.A. was there. Uh, I mean, was, it's hilarious. <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, they're just. <laughs> but when someone's like, "Well, I'm gonna go to the Super Bowl," everyone goes, "Oh yeah, the, uh, me too," and they just do their best to be like, "I'm here, click." <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Did, so was the sound i keep seeing on tw- twitter everywhere that the sound uh for the halftime show was terrible was it or you were in the you were in the awesome seats probably so you know who cares <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm not saying i'm not saying who cares about the answer to your question but no like, i know yeah it's <laughs> you're at the super bowl exactly I mean, like i i saw um like people post clips of it it's like Still sounds legit, like it's still fine. Yeah, like it you're was still fine. At, I, you're at the Super Bowl. Quick I will say I did rewatch the halftime show on YouTube to just be like, because well, I'm like on a box back far. Um, I wanted to see Fifty Cent up close, unfurling <laughs> from the ceiling. <laughs> you know that. Oh my God, there were so many. Because it's it's great designed memes. for TV at this point, right? right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, anything there's... really like a concert in a giant stadium like that is never going to sound good. No. Um, I mean, it's yeah. got to be in. It's, it's just it's not set up for it. Not the acoustics. No. You're there to drink and say you went to the Super Bowl. So, you know, and then people were like uh, right? giving a Snoop shit for smoking a joint before the, his performance. It's like <laughs> it's Snoop Dogg. What do you um, expect? Right. Yeah, what? <laughs> right. Well, yeah. So I'm yeah. curious, Anders, how, how much how much how aware are you or how much do you care about being visible being letting people know like like you were saying everyone was like i'm here this is my instagram shot i bet you at some level you kind of have to play that game a little bit right um i was there i took video i forgot to post (laughs) 
I'm not that young. I don't, it's just not my first thing. I don't fuck like if, if look, I'll put it this way for any, no one's listening yet. Are they listening yet? No, no, no one listens ever. So, <laughs> but like basically, if people are truly dying to see what my life is like, yeah, let me know. But like, <laughs> if I'm if I'm skiing, if I'm traveling somewhere, fantastic. If I'm at the Super Bowl or a concert, like I think everyone's gonna be fine if they don't know I'm doing that. <laughs> or, or maybe they do want it. They're like, we just want to know, make sure you're doing good, man. Like, to like I don't know if they like seeing, like if they, you know, buy our movies or whatever. If they like seeing where that money's going, if they're like, yo, tweet me a picture of your car. I bought a fucking DVD. <laughs> what what are you pushing? Right. Uh, I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I, I play the game a little bit, but it, it, I really have to remember to be like, oh, I should do that, you know? Yeah. Well, I should I mean, take a picture with that person just a little bit more famous than me <laughs> to let everyone know I'm on that level. I, you know? I'm still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I, the only reason I knew you went to the Super Bowl is cause yeah, I think you retweeted something. You were like being like a broadcast dude and. Oh, that, you know, yeah. That was fun. a funny thing yeah. I was doing for my buddies. Yeah. Who, uh, these crypto psychos. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> are you, are you into that crypto, uh, NFT shit? Um, a little bit. I have some friends who started a coin, so I well, helped. I helped. So you, help so you get it started it. yeah gotcha so but i don't i don't like I, I don't like trade a bunch and all that i just kind yeah. of was like okay i'll give you guys a shot do yeah. you um do you want to talk inventing is it anna anna, anna. i, I anna. Is, that, is that what you're here to promote yeah okay <laughs> that's why i've got <laughs> the six step oh that's why me. okay oh. that makes sense <laughs> okay that's uh i thought you just were a big netflix guy and uh yeah, just, just a fan you know just you yeah. know, whatever uh you i know it's gotta try the app on your phone <laughs> we'll see I, I it's still i'm still getting dvds in the mail so um, <laughs> I, I i was until like nine months ago <laughs> because they get they have stuff that you just can't find anywhere well yeah i mean there's there's ways if you want to you know um, be a bad well, boy. Well, that just hurts the creators, Ben. Exactly, exactly. But I'm just saying, there's ways. I'm just saying. There are. Well, there are ways. That's all I'm saying. It's always you ways. Know? Exactly. Um, so what? What? Uh, tell us about inventing Anna. Is it, sorry. Is it, I know it's Anders, but is it Anna or Anna? Anna. It's inventing Anna. <laughs> By the way, more I did confusing. great research, as you can tell. <laughs> more confusing is that uh, my co-star Anna Klumsky is not the Anna. She's Vivian on the show. It's, it's a whole, it was a whole Oof. thing. Um, but yeah, so this is a true story about this woman a few years ago in New York, like 24, 25. She started, she's walking around telling everyone she's this heiress who's well, is about to get all this um, money from her dad when she turns 25 or 26. And she wants to start this high end social club. So she's trying to get all these people to lend her money to get the ball rolling millions of dollars to get the ball rolling so that she can kind of just like get ahead of everybody else who might want to do the same thing. And then when she gets her windfall, she'll take care of the rest. And everyone's like, okay, well she walks the walk. She talks the talk and people started buying in and turns out she was just shopping and living in hotels and like buying her friend shit and traveling. And it's yeah. truly amazing. Yeah. That's it's, it seems like, yeah, an insane, uh, story and then obviously it has the uh uh great uh julia garner uh 
Ozark, killing uh, it from Ozark fame. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, who's your character? Who, who where do you play in all of this? So the story is uh, about this investigative journalist who's trying to get to the bottom of who Anna Delvey, this this con artist, is. And I play the investigative journalist's husband. That's my joke. Okay. Oh. You thought I was going to say, <laughs> I play the investigative journalist. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And, and he, he caught me. Like, I was like, but oh, I just, he just, he's just going through a spiel right now. So I can, you know, I'm kind of actively listening. And then, we're, you know, we're trying husband. to be deferential. And... <laughs> you play your husband. That's, that's a great role, man. But uh, so you're the investigative journalist. Husband, husband, yeah, and uh, we're a movie show, so apologies for our interview skills, but you know, yeah, Um, (laughs) but it was great because uh, Anna Klumski plays this investigative journalist, period, and she's like this frenetic, like, um, she really dives into the work and is hyper committed to what she's uh, trying to do, and she really wants to be a good journalist and I'm at home uh, and she's pregnant like fully. And <laughs> I'm at home being like, okay, but when are we going to wind down for like the baby and like <laughs> yeah. uh, the way our family's going to change and like what, what, what this is going to look like forward. And, you know, it's, it's a story that a lot of women deal with who are very committed to work, who know that they're going to be carrying this child. They're going to be feeding this child, taking care of this child with their husband. But like, the shift, the paradigm shift of who they are, uh, what the focus is, how people see them when that happens. Uh, so we kind of go that through that together. Um, Love it. So it's like it's like the side story, the main story of the investigative journalist in uh, in this as she's pursuing uh, these facts and she's unfolding this mystery. Yeah. And yeah. Test- do you do you have scenes with Julia? No, I only got to kick it with her at the table reads. So oh, okay. um, I, I got to see it all, uh, yeah. the character and everything. She would do the table reads in, in the accent, which is like half German, half um, uh, half Russian, all English. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is, a, yeah, it's a crazy trifecta. But yeah, so, yeah um, got yeah, to saw- work with everybody, but I didn't get to film with everybody. Yeah, I saw the trailer. Definitely it was intriguing, but somehow I missed uh, in the trailer that it was based on a true story, which is even uh, more it's, insane. It's wild. She yeah. lived with the Firefest guy. Is that another joke? Or that no. Is, okay. She lived, this crazy con <laughs> oh my God. lived with the Firefest guy. Like, they found each other. And you got to know, you're like, did they whisper sweet nothings to each other about, like, right. how, how's your scam going? This is my right. scam. Or did they just kind of look at each other like, wow. Yeah, no, things are going great. I'm doing fine too. What about you? I'm fine. I'm doing great. Right. My business, is he in jail now? My business that's on the up and up is totally good. Yeah, he's yeah. in jail. I mean, they both went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane, yeah. man. Because what? Crazy. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I, I assume this took place years and years ago. So obviously, if she was with the fire guy, uh, this was uh, fairly, fairly recent, um, yeah. which is insane. Are you a guy who, uh, who like, will. Uh, ask um, your co-stars about previous work they were in. Like, did you ask Anna about my my girl? I'm a guy who likes to ask his co-stars about their previous work. Of course, I just did a movie with Kim Cattrall, and on day two, I was like, 
So we're going to be talking a lot about Big Trouble in Little China, just so you know. <laughs> and she was so game. But yeah, I uh, we talked a little bit about My Girl. Yeah. Um, you know, which she she can't shake. You know, it's like such a seminal film for people yeah. our age. And um, it's a movie, much like Stand By Me, that kind of treats the young viewers as adults. And it's like, hey, man, it's time to talk about death. And you're like, well, okay, yeah, I'm ready. I'm nine, but I'm ready. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's another interesting thing. And Macaulay yeah. Culkin is in it, so it's yeah, like yeah, he's so a, you, a yeah, star, you, and people want Macaulay stories. He um, needs his glasses. <laughs> he needs his glasses. I'd like to hear those, um, right? Yeah, uh, that movie rips. I played it for my kids, uh, who at the time were seven and three, and they loved it. And now, really. Whenever, Whenever my wife and I, we kiss, they shout bingo, which was like a thing from the movie when she didn't yeah. want them to kiss at the bingo game. Yeah. She was like, bingo. And then they were like, what? Uh, so yeah, great movie. And she's she's cool. She's the best. She's so good. Um, she, Anna Klumsky. She just is like fully immersed in this character. Not like method, but just like copious notes which is the word you always say about notes when there's a lot of them copious notes um about word. how pregnant she is in this scene like and the size of the belly that she should she, be having and like her posture and like you know just fully committed and i'm in pajamas like stirring noodles like hey how was work but um why aren't you spending time with me quit your stupid investigative journalism <laughs> right yeah me. yeah it, it was is that let, you had said you know she can't really get away from you know my girl uh is that is that yeah. something for you with workaholics like that you you kind of are like trying to separate yourself from or I, you just i said that i wouldn't talk about it they're talking about it oh uh, um so uh <laughs> yeah, yeah i forgot so we had a kardashian my on. team my team is off to the yeah. side here and i'm gonna ream them later well um, yeah i mean who wouldn't I, um, of course i can't shake workaholics it's the thing that like I'm mostly known for unless um, you saw the mini project. Um, there's a right. two, there's two different worlds there, but yeah, I mean, and it's my name. Like Durs is like my neighborhood yeah, around the way name. <laughs> so like today at the gas station, I was going to pick up my folks from the airport and I hit the gas station and I'm pumping gas and this guy's like, what's up Durs? Like, <laughs> Wait, do you know up? me from the show or did we actually meet and well, that's are a whole we, other thing yeah you know, i bet you can tell you can tell yeah i'm sure um and as you know to sort of segue from from that uh you had written one one of the episodes you wrote um was the 80s uh trivia uh movie trivia episode i believe you you you're credited for uh sometimes for writing you, just throw, it. you throw a name on these things yeah yeah i know it's a whole i know it's a it's a collaborative effort and yeah. uh you know it's yeah. not uh no no i in team i, I wrote uh, most of them though but go ahead yeah yeah um but uh you know 80s movies so i, I take it you're a big you're a big 80s movie nut I think the joke about that is that I'm the only one who knew anything about the eighties out of all of us because <laughs> I'm three years older than the dudes. I have, I'm a youngest. So I have older brothers that like gave me like, they introduced me to RoboCop. We'll talk about it later. Uh, and all these mm. older movies and um, music and they're the oldest in their family. Yeah. They're the oldest kid and they're younger than me. And they're like, I don't know anything about John fucking Hughes, <laughs> you know, yeah. which just like blows my mind. 
Well, it's funny too, yeah, because they like call you an old man in the show, and you like play like right. a twenty-five-year-old. It's like <laughs> they're right. you're so old. Right. Durs knows all this stuff because he's so old. Always um, older. Uh, My I'm wife's sure... a couple younger, couple years younger than me, and because uh, it reminds me of the Super Bowl. Because Dr. Dre played a little thing from a Blackstreet song, and I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that in forever. I think it was "Don't Leave Me" just before he right. did. Uh, um, that, w- that wasn't a, from a Tupac. That wasn't a shout out to Tupac. Uh, they, well, they did a Tupac one, but he played. They might have both sampled the same song. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, oh, what is that? Because it was just like for ten seconds on the piano. I'm like, right. oh, I know right. that song, and it like brought me back to like. Yeah, exactly. You guys, you guys just got charged for that sample. But yeah, yeah, thanks. But like, my wife didn't know that song. Your head, and she's like, what? Yeah, what is that? I'm like, I played this like a billion times when I was younger. Right. And there's no reference for her because it's just like. That period of her life was just just a little bit past it when it wasn't a thing anymore. Yeah, the joke after the Super Bowl of like people of a certain age being like, finally, like no more Rolling Stones and Bruce Springsteen, and young people being like, "Yo, this is music for old people." <laughs> yeah. old. <laughs> Who are yeah. these guys? Who are we? Kendrick was out there. He he's the yeah, connective he was, tissue to he, uh, the he, Island Boys or whoever the fuck they want to rep. Exactly. Well, I mean, Snoop, I mean, he's like, I think it's ready. He's like 55 now and Dre's <laughs> no. got to be. Got gray, yeah. Snoop, Snoop is 55. I'm looking it up right now. Again, I think he's 52. To, I think he's right, 52. Let's see. Snoop Dogg age. Oh, oh, why did I say 55? He's 50. All right. 50, so, yeah, 50. He's, yeah. yeah. Oh, Dre. Dre is 56. Yes. So. I mean, Dre, because this is what's so crazy. Snoop, you're like, okay, Snoop was rapping when I was. I guess in middle school, yeah. but like Dre had a whole career when I was like in kindergarten. Right. You know what I mean? Like even before NWA, this dude's running around in silk suits, like <laughs> with like a doctor's mask on, you know, uh, like mixing disco and shit. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah he, he's been around even like when he's do when in the rap for, uh, forgot about Dre. He's talking about, he's been doing it for 10 or 15 years. <laughs> Then, yeah, that was like a '99, like right. <laughs> ten years, ten years in the rap game. I've been doing it. You're like, <laughs> he's like, the, he's not even the Godfather. He's like the great grandfather. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Think about it. If found Snoop. You know, like found, discovered, whatever the word you want to use. Like Snoop, Eminem, yeah. Kendrick. That's crazy. Yeah, that is a little bit of talent right there. Yeah, Eminem's 49. Holy shit. Um, he so, looks great. Yeah, he's a yeah he he he. You know, I I I love him. So Detroit Detroit <laughs> Detroit what? Oh Detroit, yeah, I see, what? see that see that yeah, D twelve D twelve. You know, it's it's whatever. So wait, you were wearing Detroit hat, but you have a Tampa Bay Lightning shirt on. Yeah, were you just um, working? Were you just working out or something? Like what's what's going on? <laughs> um, I usually match it up, but uh, I was gonna throw on my uh, Detroit hoodie. I didn't. Um, By the way, not I, that you have to match. I'm just wondering if there's an a. No, I, I, I mainly wore. I was gonna wear a lightning hat, but then I wore this because of Robocop because Detroit. Right. But I am from Detroit. Okay, great. live in Tampa now, so that's that Wait, connection. Sir, by the way, I'm like, yo, you lead with that. Grew up in Detroit, live in Tampa. Well, you were asking about the I mismatch, bro. Like, no. you know, so you know, I had. To, I'm so sorry. No, I'm what, just very sensitive. Like, what I'm are you wearing insecure. on the shorts? Um, um <laughs> you're not gonna believe this. Colorado, Colorado Rockies. <laughs> no, what's that? <laughs> swear. His favorite place to ski, man. I don't know. What the hell is that? Look at that. 
That's the weirdest hockey. thing in the world. You're out of your mind. <laughs> no, so you know, usually it's a uh, Cubs uh, sweat shorts, but yeah. Um, well, I'm wearing and, a fictional AFC yeah. Richmond. Yeah, <laughs> Ted, Ted yeah. What is that? What's your jersey there? It's from uh, it's from the Ted Lasso show. They actually, they sell merch, and so oh, I, sick. I'm, nice. I guess I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a sucker as a fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Store, I picked up a shirt. What, have you seen that show, Lasso? Yeah, Ted Lasso. Hmm. Oh, well, that, I mean, how do you not recognize the shirt? That's co- that's convincing. He's uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He loves yeah, it. I loves Jake and Jason Sudeikis uh, in it. I love him. Uh, I watched season one, uh, and then I just mm-hmm. haven't checked out season two yet. Um, but I'm for sure just uh, ready to rock that merch. Just, yeah. yeah, he loves for it for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so 80s movies. Football's uh, life. Football's life. Football is life. You that's said my sports. Big, my big favorite takeaway from season one is football's life. That guy's yep. amazing. It, well, it doesn't say. Are you uh, much of a sports guy? Because it see you, you said something. Uh, you know, so sports stuff happened in the Super Bowl. I, I don't know. I don't know the rules. <sighs> but, uh, what what I do is um, I, see that. See, you're like me. With I didn't know how to answer your question. Like I'm, you know, I'm repping this, and I feel know, like I'm answering all... your question pretty good. Um, no, you're you're great. I don't I don't know rules to sports, but like uh, I appreciate athleticism and execution like when i see like i like i watch playoffs right when the stakes are high and when people are executing it's amazing i love the olympics um i'll watch anything where people are at the height of that competition yeah i watch like frisbee golf sometimes on youtube yeah it's just sick um that that was a terrific answer by the way uh i think you said i thought you were meant like i don't know the rules like societal rules about liking sports like can i say i don't like sports when i don't like sports but i I do know the societal rules (laughs) i know all of them um yeah i just uh like i don't like touchback and like i don't know the all that stuff i know what a face mask is That's easy enough to figure out <laughs> when they grab the face mask. I know yeah. that's a face and mask. And you fit you know what a physical face mask is as well. Like you right. not only the penalty, you also know yes. what a face mask is. Right. Based on yeah. what a mask is and a face and that yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, you put them um, together and yeah, it's no, kind of I, I my whole background just like on workaholics, I swam in college, which is arguably a debatable sport, but like um I I've seen people uh who can do amazing things. I have appreciation for it. So like, um, yeah, just watching people kill it. Like Lance Armstrong, drugs or no drugs, whatever. I don't care. That dude was a beast and had people watching cycling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, let you look at golf. I mean, Tiger Woods got Tiger. people, you know, Unbelievable. Watching, watching golf and yeah. So yeah, it's all about yeah. the competition. I totally see you there. Cause yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm mainly a just playoff guy. Simone Biles, like watching her do vaults. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. Whoa, you know, I so, hear yeah, you. That, that's, I, I like watching sports and, uh, but I just don't have a dog in any fight. You know, like, yeah. I grew up outside Chicago, but like, I don't truly care. Yeah. You know? I care about each team about as much as the per- people playing on the team. Who are like, I got traded yesterday to Detroit and now I'm over here and I'm a tiger. So yeah. how much how invested are you really gonna be in those teams? Yeah, I never... I think Seinfeld had that joke, didn't he? But you're just you're just cheering for a uniform. Right. You're <laughs> like, cheering for clothing yeah. <laughs> with a certain letter on it and, a, and an animal or person. Well, the Lions pissed me off so much this year that I was just like why am I rooting for them? Like, why? Just because <laughs> I was, I, I was, I was born in Detroit, and yeah. I don't live there anymore. 
like my dad still roots for him but like what what's in it for me at this point like time to burn it's the just hat. a team you know yeah, yeah you're rooting just in case they're good again yes and, and then i can, you know, say, can say yeah, yeah. i was like, with them all along um like in chicago with the cubs for a while for a very long time it became just kind of like you just root and drink beer and that's what it is it's no longer truly about paying attention to the baseballness of it like they're just going to be dog shit and then yeah. suddenly they're pretty good and everyone's like getting out their scorecards again yeah exactly um now I, i'm not even sure how long we have with you but um uh, <laughs> well i'm just saying uh, yeah we should probably talk about the movie um i apologize uh uh how long do we do we have another half hour yeah we can go another we can go another 30 minutes yeah Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, uh, 80s movies. Uh, so yeah, we have people, uh, celebrities on the show to come in, discuss the... Uh, David, David, stop it. Stop What's it. Well, let's reset. I don't know. He's, he- he's laughing. No, I was he's just, just explaining. He's thinking of an episode of Ted Lasso. Yeah, exactly. He's... Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, we have people that come on and talk about movies. So here yeah, we go. We talked about uh, Dr. Gray for 10 minutes. I feel like he deserves it. It's fine. He does. By the way, <laughs> I still have no voice from the Super Bowl, which is, uh, I've been, oh, calling, I've yeah, been calling it, I don't have COVID, I have Rams fever. I was, yeah, because I was wondering, I was like, all right, he's kind of, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's more laid back than I thought he was. He's kind of talking quiet yeah. and, you know, and a uh, cool jazz but, voice. Yeah. It's like, oh, all right. This is intimate. I like it. I like it. I'm a drunk who was shouting is what yeah. it is. <laughs> The uh, so yeah, eighties movies. You're a big eighties uh, movies guy. It seems like. Uh, I mean, but, that was the foundation. You yeah, know what I mean, like, I I grew up in the era of VHS. You know, like, yeah, it did a lot of damage. Uh, had older brothers. Parents weren't around. Um, just watched <laughs> a ton of movies. Did you come to this one early in life? RoboCop. Yeah, was this the one that you sh- you watched way too early? Yeah, I saw yeah. RoboCop when I was. I guess eight or nine. I think I did too. <laughs> like um, as soon as it came out on video, I saw it. And wow, yeah, that's uh, just, <laughs> just ultra violence <laughs> seared into my memory. Um, and, and despicable characters. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like um, the ma- the maximum most unlikable characters in a, in movie. Like anyway. It's no, amazing it, how yeah, the, like the asshole level of everyone is like <laughs> turned yeah. up as high as yeah. possible. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it, there's no yeah loyalty like the cop. You know, the police chief is mean to his guys. The yeah. bad guy Kurt would. He's like, look here, asshole. You're like, whoa, that's your like <laughs> lieutenant sergeant or something. I don't know. Now, uh, why out of all the '80s movies did you pick this one? This movie. Um, or just out of all the movies but <laughs> well, let me I'll, I'll, let me say this the other movies i thought i wanted to pick were stand by me um which i just watched um i don't know like a month ago and was just like this is the fucking best movie ever <laughs> um but like uh, someone smarter or like more like serious or eloquent can go on about that one um and then i was like what about the john hughes vault what about like uncle buck which i think is my favorite john hughes movie um it's just a little more even keel yeah um but i i was like no dude i have a list of 10 movies uh that i watch i try and watch every year and this was the one that i thought would be the most me to talk about yeah 
It's I mean, fucking amazing. It's well, yeah. And first of all, I mean, it doesn't take itself serious. I mean, I, I don't think it's an right. '80s movie that but is, you know, trying to go ahead. So I watched it last night again, and here's what's crazy: is that it is a satire. But when I was eight, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You're exactly. there's like a whole news. There's a whole blurb in the beginning where you're watching the news of Detroit in this year. And they're kind of catching you up. And the news is preposterous. It's insane. And like, it kind of sets the bar for like, okay, so things are going to be tongue in cheek here. But when you're eight or nine, yeah, you take that as real. And then you come back to it at 25 or something and you go, oh no. Okay. I get it. I get it now. Yeah. It's a satire. But then you come back to it now and you're like, this is not far off <laughs> where we really are. How much of a joke is this? How much were they not taking it seriously? Because the company that takes over the police force, they're like, yeah, we took over the jails and the hospitals and we're making a ton of dough. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, Um, it's, yeah, there's so, yeah, there's, there's so much here. Yeah. Now that you watch it in 2022, it's like, wow. Yeah. This, uh, it's uh, like that movie. Everyone always goes back to it, but idiocracy. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Crazy. Yes. It's just like when it, you know, it came out, it was, you know, I think I have a can of Brondo somewhere in my house. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. That I've never opened. But yeah, Yeah. it just, it just, uh, it totally predicted the future. And then also with just like, um, uh, where we are with police violence in this day and age and, and profiling and that kind of thing. I'm like, do we give a shot to robots? Like, yeah. should we try right. it out? Yeah. It's like, like you know, ro- are robots inherently uh, prejudiced in certain ways, dependent on like the programmer? Like, is that a whole fucking movie I just gave away? Right. But you got it. You got to watch out for the glitches, the little glitch, you know, you like you call e- that the e- glitch. <laughs> ED209 is the uh, robot uh, they introduce that will, you know, start to take over the police force and be our, you know, protect against the crime and all that. I mean, and uh, that's one of the most uh, violent scenes for a nine-year-old. You yeah, know, and I'm to, wearing to this watch. jacket right now. Yep, love it. Yep, those of you who can <laughs> I, see the video, he's wearing it. He's got the ED209. Oh, oh and RoboCop oh, is on the back. And, oh, and by the way, man. It Murphy. gets crazier. It's reversible. Oh, geez. Oh, my the, goodness. I'll show you. We'll end it with me okay. revealing well, the yeah, back. Yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. yeah. We'll I mean, reveal, remind me to reveal you the inside back. It's off the chain. Yeah. Well, these guys stuck with blue balls. These guys, middle of beyond, they make a bunch of like fucking crazy cool movie clothing and video game clothing. Check them out. Is the um, um, uh, effects of ED209, the, uh, <laughs> would you say they're a little outdated? So here's the thing is that <laughs> that's like maybe the only thing that's outdated uh, in a weird way. Like, yeah, the effects are bad. They're kind of that like 80s claymation, very much like um, the Ghostbusters dogs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when they're moving, you're like, Wee. and then when they're, sitting, <laughs> yeah. when they're sitting still, you're like, that's too still. Yeah, um, but it did. They don't overdo it. If, I don't if think. I showed it to my eight-year-old, I don't think it would take him out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now you're gonna you're gonna traumatize him too. I'm gonna pass the torch. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And the violence, I was like, back to the satire thing. I'm like, oh, like they're overdoing the violence. And then I was like, or are they going? No, this is how violent it would be if a person got shot. 
yeah. with this high caliber weapon, like point blank. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, this is how violent criminals can be. They'll just blow your hand off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So- it's well, and I love the, uh, you know, the whole scene with the ED 209 when they first introduced that way, it's, uh, <laughs> the guy he ends up shooting is a guy who's all like gung ho, like, right. yeah, I'll help you, sir. I'll hey, help you. I'll yeah. Help yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one that just gets, I mean, the, the shooting doesn't stop. And, uh, it's <laughs> Bumps just... like 50 bullets. Into him. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> and he's like exploding, like chunks of this guy are going flying. And then he goes flying on top of the model of the city do you think that's a metaphor come on like paul verhoven is so fucking good because as soon as you see this kind of like bedlam breakout when they're they're showing off ed 209 and what he's capable of and he malfunctions and blows this dude away he cuts to just a wide and he lets it play out Mm -hmm. and there's no music and it's like is that is that thunder in la cool uh sorry i guess it started raining here um but he cuts to just this wide static shot of the room of everybody kind of like at a loss one person shouting to like call 911 like it gets very real yeah they're like don't touch him don't touch him right it's like <laughs> well that well that, that's the tongue in cheek thing too though it's he totally is dead someone call a goddamn paramedic it's like yeah that's uh yeah that's he's gonna... nothing to, yeah, nothing to do here but, but then it's all, they also sort of seem like they're freaking out but at the same time they kind of know the room that they're in which is all right, right well if the ceo isn't you know gonna if he's not completely losing his mind then i guess we just kind of brush it off because we no, have but this- that's but that's that's the character development. Yeah, no, like that for real. That's using the lens to develop the character yeah. moment. They pulled out for us to go see how real this is, and then when they cut to them being like, "Sorry about the glitch," we just saw how real it was, and we're like, "What?" You know, and the guy gets he flies off the handle at him. I mean, I I think Paul knows what he's doing, and then of course they're in the elevator and they're like. Life in the big city, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just brush it off, you know? Yeah. Miguel Ferrer has, he's so good at just being that fucking guy. Yeah. Yes. Um, He's such a sleaze, sleaze ball, like just slick, like tongue up his boss's butthole kind of guy. (laughs) Yep. Like, but like smart. You know what I mean? Like he's not, um, he's got an intelligence about him but also kind of a um, slick do what it takes kind of like and an arrogance confidence. Uh, I, yeah. Like the acting in this movie is off the charts. Everybody's yeah, so good. It's almost too good for this kind of movie. Like, it's like, wait, why, why is it this good? Like, why? <laughs> it shouldn't be this good almost. It seems, but like, it, it's Kurtwood Smith leading the bad guys. I like it breathtaking the older i get the more i love him in this movie like it's just he's amazing like at first when i'm seeing it like what's this dorky bald guy doing as the main villain but now i'm just like man he he just he works man and he he reps for bald guys bald guys watch that and they go look dude we're we can be scary yeah um and he wears glasses right yeah it's like this guy what it's i just uh when the massacre happens with the robot, I just like what would just 
uh, people go home to their wife and be like, yeah, yeah, my day was okay. Just another, you know, someone got massacred in the board meeting again today. (laughs) Pass the potatoes. But uh, a guy, you know, he said he has another idea for a RoboCop. So we'll we'll see how that pans out. You know Um, what? But Detroit was in a, Detroit's in a pinch, man. Whatever it takes, you know. Exactly. uh, You don't want to see how the sausage gets made? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Then then there's a... Butcher's shop? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Dave? You said something interesting. About, you said something like, because uh, Anders, Anders mentioned the good acting, and then you said something like, Anders. For, Anders. for this type it's, of... David, it's, of, it's, it's Anders. Let's Anders. just get that out oh, of Anders. Way. Inventing Anna. That's what it was. He was confused. Yeah, he was, he, he was confused. Mr. Finish Mr. your Holmes. thought. I'm so sorry. It's all good. That works, too. I love that. <laughs> Mr. Holmes said the good acting. <laughs> You said this type of movie. Should I should I just turn off the video now or keep going? Uh, take, yeah, take, keep off, going. take off the shirt yeah, and, just, keep, and keep going. Okay. This one is not reversible, by the way. Uh, you said for this type of movie. And I, it made me think, you know, well, what is this type of movie? Because under the surface, well, you have, okay, it's a brutal action film, right? But there's way more depth to this film. Way and more. there's not really a lot of movies like this. And it, maybe no. it's just a, a Paul Verhoeven style that he intersperses all these ideas. Like, we, <clears throat> if this was just that, this type of movie, we wouldn't even get, like, all the news stuff or right. the Star Wars program <laughs> misfiring and killing two former presidents. Right. <laughs> like, there's a lot to be said about this film. And then, and also the stuff with, with the RoboCop himself about it. It leaves you thinking about what is there's thoughts of what's human, what's not. Am I a cyborg, you know, trying to reclaim my humanity? There's there there is a lot of surprising depth to this film. Right. And and so um to say what this type of movie is, I really don't know. I just think it's fucking cool because it's, it's unbelievable. It's very smart and it and it's very violent. And how about a protagonist that's not even really driving it forward mm-hmm. right like the movie's driven forward by his memories and his trauma and he's right. trying and he's just he's just trying to become the man he was i, I mean I, I to describe the the plot we can describe the story i think it can be a dozen different things yeah. i mean unless you're like a really good person to analyze movies but like i was thinking last night i'm like i know he's the main guy but we just sat in his coma for that montage which by the way as a child i was like transfixed by yeah him him going in and out of consciousness oh yeah and like waking up and getting like kissed by that woman during like the new year's party yeah yep yep with the lipstick left on the lens i mean (laughs) and like the sound check like target target and then like the repeating yeah it's like there's this music to that that just it's still to me is like fucking it's just different it's so good well i love that that he's based you know based on what you've seen previously that he's being and you feel that he's being treated like a lab rat you know you right you know know his perspective there because you already understand the world he's in there is no sympathy there's no care it's he's just he as they say he is a product Right. And there's a line that Miguel Ferrer has where he's like, we've already been positioning candidates different places. And I didn't rewind because I didn't want to be a total nerd about this thing. No. Um, But like 
it sounds like it was a setup of some sorts where like maybe he wasn't experienced enough to be where he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, yeah, because they mentioned, yeah, what a great precinct he came from or whatever, like at the beginning. And it's like, right. And he kind of has a smile about it. Yeah. Right. And he's I, like I, flipping his gun around and it's like, how experienced is this guy? Yeah. You know, like he's cool and fun and he's like a family man, but like, um, and then his, his partner, like how cool is it that usually in a movie from the eighties when you're like, Oh shit, there's a badass cop. And then they whip their helmet off and they like swirl their hair around. You're like, <laughs> and it's a woman, yeah. this one, she takes the helmet off and she's got short hair and you're like, yeah, it's a it's, woman. Like, right. It's just, yeah. But yeah. she's, but she's not glamorous. She's not, right. she's not being our idea of a woman. That's a badass. She's being a badass. That's a woman. Right. And I, and I yeah. know that maybe doesn't make any sense, but it, it, does. No, it does. No, it does. Fo- yeah. Especially intentional. The 80s. Yeah. I mean, because they, I mean, they threw, you know, uh, uh, token boobs in the movie, you know, here and there uh, for 80s. But yeah, they but don't have the like token. The like, room. Yeah, exactly. Like it wasn't like, yeah, <laughs> I like how just, they're all you know, the, every male, female. They're all yeah, just, they're just, <laughs> just I mean, changing are, together. Are we on the way there? Don't you feel that way? Like we yeah, are. Yeah. No. We are. No. We are. <laughs> Trust me. Well, well, we'll see when you take your coat off and uh, show us the. Uh, reverse. I'll show you what I got. Yeah. I think that is a good point though, because this is before the current like girl boss era where you, you, she does. Yeah, and she's she exists as her own person. Yeah, and it's not about anything other than her being a and like human being. She's like I drive, and he's like no, I drive, right? And then you're like okay, like they're. He's got the upper hand. Okay, traditional guy. Thank God he's driving. And then when she hits the fan, she's like, I'm driving. You're you're yep. not. And you go, Oh, they're like they're on the same level. They're worth Yeah, he doesn't series. get like a he doesn't like get in a huff about it. He's just like, oh, okay, you're driving. Well, here we go. He just yeah. kind of smiles at you know, laughs it off, and here we go. We're after these guys. After and, uh Kurt with he- Kurtwood Smith and his gang. He's the guy who's like, should we wait for backup? And she's like, no, let's go in there. Yeah, which she's is two the, things. She's the badass, and she has to sit with the guilt about uh, getting her husband, her husband, her uh, her partner blown away. Yep, exactly. And that, yeah, that's the. Oh my goodness, yeah that that scene when they so good. I love the hockey hockey helmet. Cop helmets; those were uh, yeah. fantastic, yeah. Uh, fantastic choice for uh, for this film. The dude who plays Joe, the like uh, the bad guy, the black dude in the group of bad guys with his yeah. cackle, his haunting laugh. <laughs> yes, it's so good. <laughs> that was a like slick it. move, right? He's in mid P. He's like, all right, here's my chance. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it out, turn around, and we'll we'll just wait till. She's yeah. going to steal a glance eventually. Yeah. What's cool is if I did that, the movie would have been 12 minutes long. <laughs> it would have ended. She's like, I'm not looking down. There's not to yeah. see. <laughs> <laughs> Robocop would have never been roboed. She had to, yeah, she had to take, I actually have that in my notes here. She had to look. Um, yeah. yeah, but you know, I mean. Because she must have just been like, I'm looking at I gotta his know. eyes. I'm looking at his eyes. But I can in my perifs, that's yeah. like the peripherals. I'm seeing something. Yeah, it's like there, and there's no is way that that's snake. Real. Yeah, what is I that? don't know. Um, <laughs> it seems like it's almost hitting the floor, so I just got to make sure my eyes aren't deceiving that guy, me. He delivers his lines perfectly every time. 
Uh, yep. he, he must have been having the most fun. Ray Wise as one of those bad guys yeah. is so good. Yeah. Um, the guy who like blows up the gas station. Uh, oh, yeah. I recognize one- from like a of seminal x-files episode i don't know his name but um emil is for a season as well yeah emil is his character's name yes Um, emil he kills it you college boy when he shakes down the college boy i'm like this dude's psycho yeah (laughs) well then that that brought uh when we were talking about the effects and stuff like the practical effects like when he like gets burnt or whatever and is like hands are like his skin is dripping <laughs> off his hands and it's just like oh my That's god right. like and, oh look well, at we this. got more look reveal oh my goodness is that is that a t-shirt too with uh oh my goodness look at when this. are we gonna see the boxers oh because oh, oh, i brought it up That's oh my god <laughs> yes oh my oh. goodness hey, i'm wearing i'm wearing this jacket to disneyland <laughs> uh, please do oh my goodness kids are gonna have nightmares but i mean I, how good is that that it's brilliant I'm, i love that, that that's yeah, what I got this they chose for well yeah i mean that's another beautiful piece you got there <laughs> um but yeah that's uh that's an interesting choice that they chose for the back of that jacket but i love it so but it's an if you know you know the whole company they do right. basically if you know you know mm-hmm. pieces and you're yeah. like I got my brother a Total Recall jacket that's fucking sick. What is it? <laughs> I mean, I think the the front, it just like this one says Total Recall, and then the back is the lady's mask oh, head going off yep. of Arnold's. Love and it. then the other one is Quato, like fully coming out of the stomach <laughs> on the back. And then, oh, the, the, and then the two ones on the front are... Uh, the dude Cohagen, who's like yeah. not giving people air when his eyes are shooting out of his head and the tongue is like, eh. it's so good. Oh, anyway, man. Verhoeven really likes to do disgust. He wants to make you, he would do right. things to the human body to make you feel nauseous. <laughs> I, I love the like how we we're saying there's just despicable characters in this um <laughs> Kurtwood Smith man <laughs> when uh the one dude gets shot when they're doing the car chase he's like oh you're, you're no good to me now can you yeah. fly Bobby so um, quotable and, <laughs> so <yes>. quotable <laughs> and yeah it was uh yeah he just yeah just use you as a weapon now so, so take <laughs> when he dips his fingers in the Coke manufacturer's wine and then just goes. Yes. Who's doing that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. so many little the things he does. I know. <laughs> yeah. Right after. I, which I think was like a move to be like, you think that bothers me? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, you got the was whole. Was he snorting coke throughout the movie? Was that what he was doing? Was he, he was doing something, something? A future drug. It was like a future oh. drug. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like spice, <clears throat> spice or something. Yeah. Spice. Um, yeah. yeah. That's yes. what they call it. How about yes. the commercials they throw in here? Like they had the, <laughs> the, the Nukem um, yeah. <laughs> board game. That, Which is uh, a total comment. It's like Battleship. Right. Bat- yeah. Battleship is about sinking hundreds, if not thousands, of Navy soldiers to yes. their deaths. Yep. And so <laughs> and- Nukem is no different. Exactly. It actually seems like a really fun game. Um, and Whatever they, that TV show they were watching, I'll buy that for a dollar. Everyone uh, finds it dude. completely hilarious. <laughs> and guess that what? Was, it is. It is. Yeah. How yes. about I take the both of you? <laughs> when uh, the, like, What um, is this show exactly? <laughs> that's like, uh, 
uh, you, Anders, you probably don't remember, but in Workaholics, that eighties episode I was talking about when they're saying answers and answers, like you're just showing everyone's answers. One of the answers was, I'll buy I'll that, buy that for, for a dollar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think I did write out. There's a montage of me making of answering questions right. Yeah, and I did write that montage out. Yeah, uh, so. and it was me going, okay, what is the question? Uh, yeah, that was that was fun. And me yeah. reading that in front of the dudes, they were like, okay, it's like when I write swim jokes, they go, all right, and that's funny. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and what's a that flip work? turn? Forget it. We don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it makes sense fun. to you you don't go with it go with it yeah. <laughs> but yeah i just love yeah that it's so yeah it's so weird for a movie to do that like add the commercials and then the yeah do the news it's just like it seems out of place but it just for this movie it just it just works yeah um and, and lisa, then, uh, lisa gibbons from entertainment tonight as well as the correspondence yeah. like again as a kid that's like you see her on the kitchen tv um, and now she's in RoboCop and you're like, what the fuck? It's like yeah. when they had the real Chicago newscasters in the fugitive, uh, you're like, mom, is this real? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it fucks you up. Oh, right, the by fugitive. The way, I can't That's wait for that, someone to pick that movie. I know. Yeah. I almost, Fame. I was like, fugitive. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that movie never gets old for me. That, uh, how do we feel about, uh, the, uh, the 209's weakness being stairs? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Makes sense. It, it right. shows you that you know? the it shows you how much they rushed this thing to production, right? It shows you how stupid people are <laughs> who just want to make money and like solve a problem. Um, I to me, that is what why that was the thing. It had to be something that dumb, um, like an oversight by a company that was put in charge of the safety of a city. Right. right. Yes. Exactly. Uh, or or thought that they were better than humans. You know, it's like it can't. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it, it was enough for me. And the cute little hoof trying to like figure it out, like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then when it fell, it was like a crying baby. Well, it was like, yeah, it was like, a, I it thought it sounded like good. a dinosaur or something. Like some of the noises it was making was it very, they gave it a growl from the beginning yeah. just to make it more intimidating, which works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you got to do to, you know, to make it more um, intimidating. But real quick, just back to Kurtwood Smith and the amount of spitting that he did with like the blood in it. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. He first that he was... spits on Robocop's face. Then when he gets yeah. brought in and booked, he just spits on the table and you're yeah. like, this guy's the fucking worst. Seriously. Yeah. And then he takes yeah. out his gum and puts it on the uh, assistance placard that has like her name. Um, which by the way, movie factoid, that's his wife, or at least it was. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah I did not know that. There which we go. Dropping knowledge. I saw that last night when I was Googling. That's, um, that, and he that, didn't yeah. even care what the reaction was going to be for that. He's like, I'll, you know, I'll come over. We'll, we'll hang out later. You don't like it. Whatever. There's just like this, there's this attitude that every ha- everybody has yeah. this like complete disregard for anyone else. Like even cause I was thinking like, uh, the 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 boss guy, the guy that I forget his name, um, Kurt vice president. Um, oh, the Jones. Yeah, he yeah. Knew, he yeah. kind of was anticipating Dick, Dick Jones. Dick, Dick Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we got a line. 
whatever sure thing dick when they were in the bathroom yeah (laughs) and he like he kind of knew robocop was going to find him and he had a plan because they had uh what is it parameter number director director four yeah yeah. then he brings in um he brings in the robot like he doesn't even care if the role if 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 the robot destroys his entire building it's just whatever (laughs) he's a g that's probably his fifth (laughs) building yeah, exactly. It's like um, I got more. I got more down the and street. And watching it so. back, you see they they set up Directive Four like right from the jump, where it's yep. like Directive One, Two, and Three, and then Directive yep. Four classified. So like, yeah, obviously, yeah, if, if you're watching for the first time, you're not clocking that unless you're a true weirdo. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, essentially uh, to make it so they he won't kill a uh, yeah. employee of OCP, and uh, that's why yeah, that's when he gets that you know he basically shuts down when he when he tries to get him because we do have that whole double cross with that yeah. Dick Jones does and all that he kills uh, or has uh, Kurtwood Smith kill um, uh, the best Mort- scene Morton yeah it's the uh, best scene what, what does he, is say? he say hookers leave or whatever no, he B- says, no, bitches. He, yes <laughs> bitches leave <laughs> it's like, like whoa that's i left the room uh <laughs> yeah i'm out of here <laughs> i left the room and i came back i was like it's just a tv show um <laughs> like, she's like call me too as, yeah. she's, as the other one's leaving <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't this, think i think it's gonna be calling you yeah not so much shot in the kneecaps oh yeah like and, and so real and why why leave that yeah. sort of evidence? Like, why not just have him killed? Like, you have to have a, 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 ex, a explanation uh, tape because to show you're what you're asshole. doing. You have it's, to. I guess it's the eighties. It's a movie. Oh, oh, it's a movie. Okay, <laughs> it's the typical eighties, you know, villain yeah. monologue. This is yeah. my plan. I love you, the you effect know. <laughs> of of putting him up on on the screens and having him talk well, to him how- and taunt him. I think it's. It's a, it's a fucking it's a yeah it's a flex he's like i'm cashing you out he's like i'm not even there but i have to, <laughs> yeah. I, I have to tell you this you're being cashed out <laughs> you little slimy bitch facetime me when you're there facetime and me when by you're the way kurtwood smith again how does he pull the ring out of the grenade yeah. like a he disgusting reptile yeah, yeah. yeah he, 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 he uses tongues his tongue. it and then bites it tongue and bite and the old that, tongue yeah. and bite Love the like old seeing him life. later on that 70s show. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand. Well, yeah, because I had watched this movie, then you know, was that 70s show came out and stuff, and then going back to this movie, he's like, Whoa, Red Foreman, you are you are a terrible human, the um, worst, the worst yeah. guy. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that, I, I'm trying to think what uh, they check anything. the toxic waste, they check the toxic waste box of the 80s. Toxic waste was a big thing in that era. Yep. When he crashes his car, that's what yep. makes him all soupy. And when they drive through him and he explodes. Oh, oh yep. <laughs> and doesn't he turn on the, the windshield puddle. wipers? I think he turns on the windshield wipers, oh, maybe. My God. <laughs> ah, get your guts out of here. Just being held together by like plastic wrap. <laughs> It's and so I, good. And such a satisfying way to kill Kurtwood Smith with his uh, knife that we initially, you know. That exactly. Is... It's a tool of many uses. Yes. Um, but like also the plot, you know, when you go into like a Marvel movie, sometimes you're like, Jesus, does it have to be so complicated and like convoluted and like, yeah. Why are there so many moving pieces? Yeah. This has those. And yet it does. It's seamless. Right. It doesn't yeah. seem like you you're doing homework about 
who stands where and why people are doing X. It's very straightforward. You follow it. You know what everyone's intentions and ambitions are with the exception of RoboCop. Well, that's because they make those movies two hours and 50 minutes, whereas this right. movie is an hour and 50 minutes. And like, it's like, you can still, you can condense this, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you can, you can bring these <laughs> stories down. Just put it in the deleted scenes if you like it that much. But yeah. I do agree with Mr. Holm <laughs> that the RoboCop character himself is not, <laughs> is not developed. I guess he's just a device to, to like fight against this he, he's Forrest Gump yeah. he's Forrest yeah. Gump he's yeah, like exactly. he's the mirror to the society yeah he's the like, events yeah if you're not careful you could become what I am lose your humanity and then you might not get it back yeah. until the very end where they go what's your name and he says Murphy and you're like he's back yeah <laughs> and then it just slams it's because that's when the movie is over it's not over because he saved the day it's over when he recognizes I'm that guy yeah and I love um, that the movie just ends. I, I yeah, love that too. There's nowhere to yeah, go. There's just, no, like, yeah. you don't do anything after the they, story. They, they don't, uh, yeah, do the typical, he went on to save many more people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this person wow. was fired for... He tracked down no, his wife and kid and found yeah. married. <laughs> and, like, well, P- Peter Weller, underrated. Yeah, yeah like, definitely. definitely. He's like a historian the, in real life, too. Yeah, he's, uh, like, an artist. He lived in Italy for a while. I know that. Um yeah. But like a true, weird, cool guy where you're like, you're an actor. You were super handsome in the opening. He's got like the fucking sickest style of the future. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, then swear he did do like the breakdance moves and all basically what he's doing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, what, a yeah. night, what a nightmare to be that to take that part. And then to have it be like the coolest thing, or maybe not coolest, but like besides Buckaroo Banzai, like the most iconic thing you've done. Right. You know, I definitely, he's not walking around doing that shit for people. He, he has segued. Cause I, he was in a lot of stuff, but I wonder if this movie, cause I remember him in Dexter. He was in 24. He's been in a bunch of shit, yeah. but I would, I do wonder to the extent that he was just, Never imagined to be a leading man after this because he just played a uh, a breakdancing robot. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> I mean, people people didn't get to see his range, most likely. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, yeah. I'm sure the paydays were sick, and they were like, "All right, you're gonna keep doing that." He's like, "They're paying me five million dollars. I gotta do it." Yeah, I <laughs> you kind of um, have to do this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just yeah. So we should uh, all be so blessed. By the way, like, there, I'm not throwing heat at this dude at all. Right? Like, yeah. I'm no, I'm talking about his movie that uh has has made me who i am in many ways i love violence in movies i don't know if you guys saw game over man but like i wrote that with the so much of the dna of robocop is yeah i could see robocop undertones in that that was you know i I could see where you got you know daniel stern i'm like be as creepy and shitty as possible and he goes you got you got it you guys whatever you guys want i'm doing it did uh did that come about because you you guys had him in workaholics yeah um yeah. he was on workaholics it's all about who you know it's it crazy just, how that he, works he's the best guy yeah he is fucking down and he he was right he was like you guys know it's not gonna get better than this like this is it you're yeah. making a show with your friends you're writing whatever you want and uh it's here in la like and you've never asked him about Home Alone ever, I'm sure. 
Well, I, I so here's the deal. We <laughs> That's funny. Have, another Macaulay Culkin. Uh, I mean, connection. Me, I'm so close to meeting him today. Um, <laughs> my my first ever. Um, I don't even step into the business. I was a background actor in Rookie of the Year because they filmed it at my middle school. Okay. What? Right. So Daniel wow. Stern directed and acted in that movie. Then my drama teacher recommended me to be in this scene that they were going to film in uh, at Wrigley Field. And I say going to film because I sat there in like a bathroom holding area where the heat was on. <laughs> For four days and they never filmed the scene i was supposed oh. to be and so then when he got to you could have made it i was like dude man you <laughs> cut this scene that i was yeah gonna do. he's like i don't know what you're talking about but we're here now let's have a good time <laughs> yep um thanks for hiring me now that um, dude he, he is <laughs> talk about a guy with a track record of just hits yeah breaking wonder, away city wonder slickers years. home alone wonder years like uh yeah. workaholics. Sisters, workaholics obviously <laughs> the dude the dude co-wrote yeah. shud uncredited i guess cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers uh diner like oh yeah wow yeah diner man yeah that it's, takes yeah it's crazy yeah he's yeah it's it's yeah it's, you, you don't realize until yeah someone sometimes you just don't realize it and then you look at their filmography and you're like Wow, <laughs> they were in a lot of shit. He's got um, the touch. He's <laughs> he's got the power. And um, then w- one more thing I wanted to say. I love at the end when he, uh, you know, is shooting uh, the shit out of uh, Dick Jones, and yeah. <laughs> the black guy's just sitting back smiling, like, like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like they just keep fly- going back to him, just <laughs> smiling. Up, He's yeah. like, "Are you ready for this? Yeah. This is this is worlds colliding. This is how I know RoboCop is my shit." And I, I talk about this. Um, I talked about this the other day. I was uh, filming a movie, and they're like, "Who you met that like blew your mind?" You know, and they're talking about like very famous people. And the people who blow my mind are these couple line, uh, bit part actors from movies that I grew up on, and. That dude, the black dude who worked for worked with Miguel Ferrer's character. My wife went to grad school at UCLA in the African Studies Department, which is like a dozen people. Yeah. I go, I go to like a function because I'm like the boyfriend now husband, but boyfriend at the time. And I'm like, yeah, like let's mix it up. You're grad school. I'll meet all your like uh your fellows. And lo and behold, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> And I, 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 I turn around. I'm like, what, what is he doing here? He's like, oh, back at him. Like, yeah. so says his name. I'm like, I'm blow up a spot, whatever it is. Like he shouldn't uh, be there, right? Like he has no right to, or like, or it's just I, like, shut. Well, so I'm big. like, why is he outside of the movie right, from exactly. my childhood, yeah, he, right? He only exists within the film. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen him in anything else? It's not like he's a bit part guy that you're like, oh yeah, he was in a bunch of things like M.M. at Walsh or something, right? This is a guy who you saw in RoboCop and then you didn't see again. Until it, you went to a function of your wife's grad school, is, whatever. Is, yeah. And is it, I, is it, I couldn't even go up to him. I Jesse, was shook. Jesse Goins, is that his name? No. Is that who it is? Uh, no. Well, I think he might have uh, changed his name. It might be listed as something different. Okay. I think um, he's changed his name. For, but, it says his name was Joe in RoboCop, this guy. No, Joe on. was the bad guy. Uh, oh, I, I racial profiled guys. I'm sorry. Oh, um, I know. Really? Canceled. Huh? <laughs> I got to talk to my PR. 
Hey, I so I did yeah. the racial profile one again. Um, <laughs> they did it again. They, what, are we, what are we doing? How do I, how do I keep getting out? <laughs> but we yeah, that's get, we don't need to get to his name. The point is, <laughs> yes, it, that's full circle. Yeah, that just kind of. Okay. And he's yeah. like, tastes like baby food. Like he kills it, <laughs> right? He's got so many good lines in the movie. Oh man! And he, and he disappeared from my narrative, from my personal right. uh, path. And then just came in my life in real life outside of the movie business. And it fucking That's, freaked me out. I'm well, sure. freak out the guy that saw you at the gas station earlier tonight. What? No, that that's just <laughs> somebody who's trying to sell me drugs. Um, <laughs> no, this you, dude. You, you picked up your parents from the airport. Why, why are you on a podcast right now? What do you mean? Yeah, why, why are you, are you hanging, hanging out, out with your, your family? Why, why or do they live in LA too already? <laughs> this, is, this is work. I got to, oh. I got to, hey. Inventing Anna, it's on Netflix. It's the greatest show you've ever seen. You got to check it out. I'm super yep. funny in it. I play the investigative journalist's husband. Husband. Yep. Very uh, good. Yeah. You're gonna, you're Can't wait to love it. check it out. Any final thoughts on Robocop, my friend? Um, yeah. The music. The music is unbelievable. It's so good. It's charged. It's sweet. It's ominous. It's haunting. When he goes into his his old house and starts having these flashbacks yes. of his family and life there and the music and how it plays, you feel so bad for this guy. And then you realize he's got a gun the size of a bazooka that goes into his <laughs> thigh and he's about to go do some damage. Yes. Um, but the music is um, awesome. And there's like that little twinkle cue when that they play every once in a while when someone has right. like a memory from before to his future, like the music's yeah. unbelievable. I can't remember who did it. Cause it's uh, uh basil Pol- Polidorus. Basil. Yeah, sure. Basil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But go. anyway, like, <laughs> but that is who it is. The I, mu- I mean, would you guys disagree? Like at the, mu- no, oh, not no, at all. Yeah. The music fantastic. is, yeah. I mean, Strong. it's eighties, it's but it's, it's like, good 80s yeah. like it's like it, it builds tension. holds up it yeah it, it yeah no i 100 percent agree there it's uh yeah beautiful he was in the music department for uh conan the barbarian so oh that uh, makes sense that makes yeah. sense and what about total recall did he total, also uh doesn't look like it what year was that um 91 was it 91 uh no he was not he did not do total hang recall. on i've got to double check if total recall total... recall come out 90 fuck yeah you're just i mean come I'm on idiot so freaking so <laughs> close <laughs> i guess do you want to just like re-record this episode we can just start, <laughs> start over, over and um i don't know do you and, have another uh, uh racial profile in the chamber for us oh we've um, got plenty <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to say that but yeah, jerry just... goldsmith did total recall oh, jerry sure. goldsmith yeah obviously yeah so come that. on um uh, yeah, no, yeah, the music, yeah, I 100% agree. Um, it it, it uh, elevates the movie from yes. being like a hokey satire, kind of like what he did with um, Battlestar, Battlestar, Go- what? no, not, what was his second the movie he did later with like Doogie Howser, not Doogie, The uh, Secret Garden, Harris. no, 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 <laughs> it was like a, like with the, the movie who did the composer oh, starship, troopers. starship troopers, thank oh. you, which was like Battlestar Ho- Galactica, come on, man. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm way off. Those words are all interchangeable. Uh, it's actually Starship Okay, troopers, It's like uh, rugby and Australian football. If you can point the difference between those two out. 
besides the cool hats and the guys who go like this. I'll give you a free season's pass to Inventing Anna on Netflix. Um, but yeah. Uh, that why well, in the guns by the way the, the guns they use at the end where that Kurtwood Smith destroys uh, uh, the the guy's those. car that he's like oh I got oh, a car yeah. just like you man oh my god and he just destroys it those guns are amazing the sound design and everything of those like it was just oh the, the two thousand sux like yes of great sucks <laughs> you have two shirts on of RoboCop why wouldn't you know the name I love it I love I it the councilman's when he that whole like hostage scene is like I want a gas guzzle I want it to just destroy yeah. the environment he says <laughs> he says everything that I think we know somebody else would probably say that is in a, it was in a very high office recently like yeah it has demands, shitty gas mileage <laughs> we're not far off we I know, not man. Off. Not far off. But yeah, RoboCop. Uh, so glad you picked it. So glad, uh, yeah, you came on to to uh, indulge us. And I'm, I'm glad you watched it. You did your homework beforehand. So we appreciate that. It's a pleasure to watch that. it. I try and watch it every year. Um, I, I know all my favorite movies are stuck back in like the 80s and 90s. But like, that's this where one, cinema they, tr- was. they tried to remake it. And guess what? It didn't work. Um but yeah, thanks you, thanks for thanks to you guys for watching it. So I wasn't just going, okay. So no, he was like, he was alive. Yeah, but now he's kind of alive. That. This could be yeah, the next thing. We yeah, next time we have someone on, yeah, just say, okay, and then what happened? All right. right. Yeah. Oh wow. And then who? Okay, so that guy was this guy. Okay. Is is RoboCop um, one word? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where uh, can Pete? Are you, you're on social medias and stuff? Do they just look for Anders Holm? Yeah, look for the actual me, not somebody who's gonna like uh, try and extort you for Venmo information. Um, or do der- that. Der- I mean- Durs eight oh eight. That's me. And then yeah, listen to me and the dude's podcast. This is important. Wherever you get your podcasts and um, <laughs> inventing Anna, it's uh, it's blasting off right now. It's a fun show. All your favorite actors are in it, and um, that's not an exaggeration. Excellent. Love it. Thanks Can't so much for watch uh, inventing Anna. Anna. <laughs> Wait, no, it's it's Anders and Anna. Anders home on inventing Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on, my man. Thank you, guys, and uh, be safe out there. Well, there you have it, folks. Anders home. Be sure to check out Inventing Anna on Netflix. It is out. Be sure to check it out. Again, his podcast, This Is Important, with the other Workaholics alum. And yeah, great talk. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Blockbuster Mentality. Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Go to our website, BlockbusterMentality.com. All three of those things, all three of those sites, whatever you want to call them, is uh, where you'll get all the updates on the show when new episodes come out and all that jazz. But uh, all right, folks, well, that is it for me, for Dave and Anders. I'm Ben, and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. Bye.